here's another episode of Bizarro Files where we're doing an emergency episode because we're on the high right now because Viz Media just released the cast list for the Sailor Moon dub. We're on the high, you're on the high. I have the same level of excitement I have when I hear news about Marvel movies. I'm like, let me just see how that comes together. I Stop telling me who was cast in Ant-Man and who got fired from Ant-Man. Just let me see a damn trailer at this point. Um, no one like, likes Ant-Man anyway. What are you talking about? Well, no one likes Pim, but like the other dude, um, Scott Lang is actually kind of cool. I like Scott Lang, but no, nobody likes Pim. He's an abusive jerk. And he also had that awesome like wasp cosplay for like a few issues of the comic after his wife died, like the second time, I think. He also made a robot copy of his wife called Jocasta. All right, let's just go down through the cast list really quickly. We have Stephanie Shea as Usagi Tsukino. She's known for the voice of Orihime in Bleach. She's a really sweet gal. I actually did give money to her charity. Um, last time I saw her at PMX, I actually bought um, Deb, our site contributor, um, a present for, for Christmas from Stephanie. She's, she's really sweet, super down to earth, but I'm pretty confident she's got this. I mean... Look, they're almost the same character. They're both kind of airheaded. They're both kind of clumsy. They both have a good heart and want to do the right thing. The difference is Usagi actually does stuff, as opposed to Urahime, who's there in the background because uh, Kubo can't can't write women. All right, next we got Kate Higgins as Ami Sailor Mercury. We're going through the Anime News Network um, listing here. I had to refresh my memory who Kate Higgins is. And she looks like she's done quite a bit of um, video game work. Oh, Sakura Haruna from Naruto. Yeah, probably what she's best known from. And uh, she's also played a few other nerdy-ish characters, I think. I can't... There's a long list there. A lot of it looks uh, like the same characters over and over again. Uh, the joy of video games. Um, in the TV series uh, Fate Stay Night, she was Saber, and she was one of the few good voices that I actually did like in Fate, the Fate Stay Night TV dub. Yeah, it'd be really nice to get that redubbed. And have the Unlimited Blade Works speech be the actual Unlimited Blade Works speech, which is in English in the original version. It's funny because we were watching um, Fate Zero yesterday, and I was thinking to myself, you know what, Bridget Hoffman would be an awesome Mercury. It's like, oh, so it's Saber now. <laughs> um, I, th I think I'm fine with Kate Higgins. Mm -hmm. I think she can do the kind of quiet, you know, pull up the quiet nerdiness. Uh, not as bombastic as Sakura, but I think I think that's fine because Sakura does have her little quieter moments, and I can hear those quieter moments as Sailor Mercury. Um, and you know what, I think actors get tired of having to do the same exact thing, and if she's been voicing Sakura now for god what, 10 years? Uh, I think I think having a little break from that character to voice another uh, popular long-running character might not be a bad shift for her. Alright, straight from the South Bay, we have Christina V as, he, as Sailor Mars. This will be interesting, because I know in our Ray has to sing, and I know Christina V has a really nice singing voice, and I'm pretty confident that she can pull it off. So well, this the question is, if they're going to go and actually dub the songs. This is known for dubbing songs. They, they, they are known for that, but in the modern day, a lot of things have just gone and just had them go directly to the Japanese voice. Hell, I wouldn't mind had to have her do a cover of O Starry Night from from the original '90s dub. They're but... not going to do that. Oh man, you know they're not. They're going to try to keep things as authentic as possible because they don't want to upset the really crazy fans who hated the original which is odd because i think more of us loved the original dub and like i said well before they announced the redubbing for the tv series i was like if they get all the canadian cast but they're just doing the authentic lines i would be so in for that uh, this is an la cast and i'm 
generally fine with it, honestly, but let's keep going. I'm just happy that Mars is being voiced by someone from the South, man. Mars is my favorite, but Christina, it's always awesome seeing you at cons. Hope we can run into each other again at future cons, but I'm so happy you got the role as Sailor Mars, so and, let's and cosplay those, together. And for those un unfamiliar for voice, what are some of the things she is known for? Let's see, she's... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Um, I know Christina V. She got her start from anime fan dubbing, and what she would usually do was like dub, um, write English lyrics, and do like karaoke versions of anime songs. Like she's most known for the Oran Host Club rendition, but you might know her as Noelle in Blaz Blue, which uh, isn't very very far from a Mercury voice as you could possibly. Ray, guess. actually. Our She's right. She's Sailor Mars. She burninates the countryside. Or not Mercury, excuse me. Uh, that'd be a perfect Mercury voice. It's not a great uh, Ray voice. Um, it's just on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. But, you know, that doesn't mean she can't sound, you know, soon soon. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the video game stuff you might know her in, but it looks like Noelle was like her big thing with um, Blas Blue. She's also done, done Cerebella from Skullgirls. That is a little more uh, Ray-ish, I would say. Cool. And um, I think like the, one of the first times we've actually met is, I think it was Anime Vegas, and she knows that I was cosplaying from Bible Black, and she's like, I have a Bible Black cosplay too! Cool! High five! Curves unite. <laughs> yes. Mars people think together the same way. But anywho, let's move on to Sailor Jupiter, Amanda C. Miller. Someone I don't think I'm familiar with at all. She looks like she's a new gal because I'm looking at her roles and it looks like she's mainly been doing fly ramp emblem voices like Shershe in Awakening and also Sully in Awakening. I'm not too familiar with Fire Emblem, but... Which, which is the newest game, which was really popular, so people who have played that probably are familiar with the voice. But beyond that, most of her stuff looks like it was kind of background-ish. Okay, so we have a newbie to the whole thing. Which, which is always a nice thing, but always makes me worried. Because you kind of, like I've been doing with the previous people, you hear a, a role they have and you go, Oh, yeah, I can hear that voice as that character. When it's someone you don't really know that well, it becomes a lot more difficult to feel confident in that. Though I'm sure she'll do a good job. Alright, moving on is your favorite, Sailor V. Shirami Lei lands the part of the Goddess of Love. Whips and chains excite me, what can I say? Gage in Borderlands 2. Nice! I'm just looking at some of her other stuff that uh, we might know her from. Do, 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 do. Um, she's from one of your favorites, Chika from Cat Planet Cuties. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm just trying to see what else. It looks like she's done some roles here and there. I'm just trying to see like if there's anything here that stands out. Oh, she was Himawari in Holic. Okay. Um, can kind of hear that. Let's see. I'm just trying to just scroll through here really quick. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. um she was in School Rumble. Um, Sergeant Frog. Uh, she's been on like a lot of recent anime. Um, I'm not really too familiar with all these because there's been like a period of time where I just wasn't quite into anime as much as I used used to be. She's Liechtenstein in Hitalia. Liechtenstein. Sorry, I... Which is uh, Switzerland's little sister. And, okay, little girl voice. Not quite what you want for Venus. Um, Ghost Hunt as my... Is she, was she there? That was the main girl, I think. Yeah, I didn't care much for the main girl. Yeah. She's kind of... I don't know. She, she was one of those useless girls. She was the audience proxy. Because it was she the main was, guy who doesn't was Doesn't make her likable. No, it doesn't make her likable. I'm just telling you that the character was the audience proxy. That's why she's so bland. 
All right, um, moving on, we have newcomer Robbie Damon as Mamoru Chibu Achiba Tuxedo Mask. Which is an interesting choice. There's, I think there's a bunch of people on the, I mean, look, let's all admit, people would flip the hell out if they said Vic Mignogna's Tuxedo Mask, yet I would freaking love that. But alas, it was not to be. And hell, as long as it's not Crispin Freeman, I really don't have a complaint. All right. Um, Fuck you, Freeman. <laughs> Ex okay, next one. Michelle Ruff as Luna. Fuji Cakes. Yeah, Michelle Ruff always tends to be voicing characters that always sound a little more... Uh, um, can't use that word on this uh, here. A uh, little... Butch? Butch, thank you. Uh, so it's an odd choice for Luna, but it's, I think that can work for the sternness of the way she talks to actually, you know, get Usagi to do her job. It's funny because she's also Rukia. Yeah, she is, who the Butch voice works perfect for. I and like her. <laughs> you have Orihime as Moon. That is kind of weird. And I believe uh, Michelle also voiced Arquaid in the uh, Tsukihime dub, which I, yes, she did. I did not like that choice of voice. She did not sound sexy or flirty enough to be Arquaid. And it's kind of like just sort of just skimming through her um, repertoire here. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam, UC OAV, Mihiro, not sure if you're familiar with that, Gundamu. Um, Paranoia Agent Tsukisagi, um, Onegai Teacher, Koishi, Herikawa. Um, minor role in Reader Die. Oh, she was um, Katori in the X movie, so she call it kind of also can do that soft voice too. Oh, the X movie. I want to rewatch that. Um, TV and the OAB. The TV <laughs> Not was, the movie. It was fun. The movie. Oh, she wasn't in the movie. I love the movie. The movie is like cheese. It makes absolutely no sense, and it's completely batshit. I love it. All right, moving on. Um, we have Johnny Young Bosch as Artemis in Rights Itself. Yeah, that's an odd casting in my opinion. I kind of like the original uh, Canadian voice, uh, just for he sounded a little older and wiser, and Johnny Young Bosch always sounds young and naive. But here's something to think about. Rukia and Ichigo are the voices of the cats. <laughs> I'd watch that version of Bleach if the Shinigami were just cats. So... Yeah, that's, that, it is odd, and I'm sure if we go through this, a lot of people were in Bleach at some point or another, because much like Naruto, it's just hired everyone in LA it at this point. It means Rukia and Ichigo are canon in Sailor Moon Land. There's a lot of people who are pro that pairing. I am. I, and I know a few people who are pro Ichigo uh, or Hime. I am pro Ichigo shutting the hell up and dying. I am all for that, too. I hate Ichigo. He's the worst lead character I've seen in a Shonen series for a while. But I'm just trying to imagine, like, Johnny Young Bosch as Artemis saying, like, it's morphin attention time. Oh, you know... Go, go, pretty guardian. You know they're going to do some sort of joke. Like, that's going to be one of those uh, outtakes they're going to have somewhere. I would buy, like, I okay, Viz, I hope you take note, and you probably are thinking about this right now, like... I would buy your DVDs for the outtakes. If you do like some super special edition with like a two hours of voice actor outtakes, I'd buy that in an instant. <laughs> or, or make it like a hidden special feature where you actually have to know. I love, uh, ADV used to do that with certain things where they had them as like the hidden special features. All right, up next is our buddy Danielle. She was actually on the Bizarro Files as Naru. I like how that just sentence needs like commas. We have Daniel McRae voicing Naru, which, by the way, when I heard Daniel McRae was going to be in this, I was like, she better voice Naru. 
That's the first words out of my mouth. It's funny because I was going through, through Twitter because I was live tweeting as I was watching live stream. Danielle was like tweeting. It's like I'm. It's too early. I don't want to be up. Yeah, East Coast bonus. But yeah, we will be seeing her at um, Kineticon next weekend, and I kind of want to like just get some interview time with her, and I actually would like to. I can finally get my digital copy of. Oh, I can't get my digital copy signed at all. Yeah, but I was just kind of just kind of just thinking like it'd be funny if like she and I would like just kind of improvise as Usagi and Naru in that sequence. Like, no, no, like, enough right, he's too old for you. Well, it's not like your crush on Joey Lawrence, Naru. Well, they're gonna change that now. That'll be uh, shoot. Who's the new teenage hot? Justin Bieber. It's not like, <laughs> your, not like your crush on Justin Bieber, Naru. Anywho, all right. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you at Kineticon, Danielle. We have we will pick your brain. <laughs> and she's in uh, probably best known for her role roles. I think now, actually, I think she voices two characters now in um, uh, Skullgirls. And she's what Painwheel, I think. Yeah, she's a um, Painwheel. I thought, she, I thought she did one of the DLC characters too. But uh, let's check her her repertoire here, and it's gonna be awesome since she does have like that deep. Um, deep voice um, to like <sighs> dang sorry I like I'm like losing my train she, she, I, don't, I don't know if I could call it a deep voice I, I like no it's like when she gets like possessed and stuff oh yeah she'll be able to pull off the possessed voice very well but it's it's more just like the kind of the I don't want to call it wackiness of some of the characters she's done but it's like she's done characters who aren't quite as serious and to play Naru and how like energetic and stuff she can be I think it'll be a great combination all right. Um, next on the list is Ben Dixon as Guryo Umino. I'm still bothered by this. I mean, it's nice to have just, I mean, who cares who voices Umino, to be honest. But no, no offense to this guy, and, and, but he's basically, his name is freaking Ben Dixon. It's a freaking Robotech reference. And look, I know that it's probably the name you're born with, and it's unfortunate to be the guy who was born named Homer Simpson, and then The Simpsons comes out in like the late 80s. Oh, he's done Stitch in the um, Stitch TV dub. Oh. <laughs> I'd be yeah, fine okay. if Ben just, just voices some... Just do the Stitch voice the entire time. Just... <laughs> and then like at a very heartfelt moment, Umino says, Ohana means family. Yeah. No one get left behind. That would be great. <laughs> Alright, okay. Next up is Tara Platt as Usagi's mommy. Which, uh, she's been around for a while doing a lot of different voices, if I recall. Yeah, Tamari and Naruto. Oh, she's, uh, you're Lowenthal's wife. That's why I know your name. I mean, that and, you know, the fact that you're Naruto. Because that's one of the things they talk about, that they had their husband-wife fight when Sasuke and uh, Tamari battle in the Sasuke chase. All right, okay, moving on. We have Keith Silverstein as Kenji Tsukino, a.k.a. Usagi's dad, who is kind of a minor character. Congratulations on your three lines in the entirety of this series. But I can't wait to see, because I think, like, the only memorable moment I remember the dad having is in second season, where he scolds Mamoru for being too old. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that's even, like, in the English, the original English dub, so let, let's just see what he's been in. Um... Let's see. X-Men, he's a liquor store store owner. Which X-Men cartoon? Um, X-Men TV. That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> Thanks, useless 
useless uh, monster Johann Liebert. Oh, oh, I assume older version Johann. Yes, yeah. older version. Okay. Usagi's dad is a serial killer. It explains so much about that character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I just want the Dexter theme to play every time he comes on screen. All right, let's see um, what's next. We have um, Nicholas Ray Roy as Shingo Tsukino. Oh, his little brother? Yeah, the little brother character. Shingo Kick! And it looks like the only role he's ever had was um, Digimon Fusion as Mikey Kudo. I uh, don't even know if I ever saw that season. I don't watch Digimon. It has its moments. I like season three, actually, probably the best, just because of the real world aspect and how friggin' dark it gets at the end. Plus, Beelzebon. Beelzebon kicked ass. All right, next up we have Cindy Robinson as Queen Beryl. I love Queen Beryl. Uh, but Cindy Robinson, I, I believe as we were going over this, doesn't have a lot of voices that we know of that are like that dark, stern, evil kind of thing. But we know her as Makoto Nania in Blaz Blue. Yeah, the character that gave me a brand new fetish. Thanks, Japan. Let's see. I'm um, just kind of just skimming through here what we also might know her from. She's Pepper Potts in the Iron Man TV series. Which is the anime version of that, not Armored Adventures or any of that kind of stuff. Which is probably the X-Men that he's the liquor store owner, uh, the last of the liquor store owner, and it's probably the anime version, which... Eh, less said about Marvel anime, the better. Yeah, um, let's see. Let's move on to the next um, member of the cast, Todd Habercorn as Jadeite. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm doing the yes hands for those who care. Um, Todd, too, as I, as I lovingly nicknamed this guy, because he's the second Todd I ever met in my life, of three thus far. Um, although I think I came across a four at one point. Uh, is the coolest dude. He voices Watanuki and Holic. Uh, uh, he's uh, Italy in Hedalia. Yes. And nicest guy in the whole world. He's good at doing like the whiny voices, but I believe he has a couple roles in there of a much more like not stern voice because Jedi does not stern. Jedi's manipulative, and I could hear him going because he he has us. I, I don't know in his character listings if he has too many characters to do the deeper voice, but I've heard him talk, and sometimes as a joke. He'll just start talking in like deep, sultry radio voice. And I can hear that deep, sultry radio voice for the radio episode, which is like episode four, I think? Three or four. Uh, the Love Line episode. Granted, I'd still love him to voice it as Adam Carolla, but I'll settle with him voicing it as, uh, of like his deep, sultry, like, it's time for the next love letter we have to read here on Love Line. Which I wonder if they have to change the name of that now. <laughs> I wonder if they get sued by, by MTV or CBS. Uh, Viacom, excuse me, the person who owns both those companies. It's not CBS Radio, and it's not MTV, and it's Viacom. Shut up. Come, Major! Alright, next uh, we have Liam O'Brien as Nephrite. Now, um, here's the thing about Liam O'Brien. Liam O'Brien voices two types of characters. Well, first, let's talk about what happens to people who are born in Belleville, New Jersey. Yeah, he's, he's went to jail multiple times. Happens. Dot, dot, dot. And you went to the army? I don't know. <laughs> like, you either end up in jail, you end up in the army, or you end up a star. Yeah. He's a guy who used to be cool. He used to be cool, bro. What happened? Um, See, he's done Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> really? Red Skull and Marvel's Avengers Assemble animated TV series. Huh. Um, just kind of like to sort of... I haven't watched the Assemble TV series. 
Let's like, see. Like Gara Naruto. Yeah. It's probably what a lot of people would know him as. Kai Kisuke Guilty Gear. Oh, he voices Kay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of... Um, Most of the English dubs for Guilty Gear really blow. <laughs> I don't know which which version he's from, so I'm not going to go and say that one has a crappy dub, but a lot of them do. Let's see. He's um, Karya Mato in the Fate Zero dub. Gets horribly effed up. Yeah, that was totally his voice because he's doing Gara voice for a good chunk of that. Um, basically, Karya Mato is the good example here for why he would be great in this role. He can voice the I'm just a regular guy. Hey, hey, you're a you're a Sailor Sentry. What's up with that? But he can also go like I'm evil and I'll tear your soul out and eat it and drink its delicious flavored crystal goodness. So he can voice the I'm seducing teenage girls and the I'm an evil dude who's going to conquer the world uh, voices. So like I said, good choice for that character, honestly. Um, just wish him still cool like he used to be. All right. And next we have Lucian Dodge as Zoysite. Also known as Waver Velvet from Fate Zero. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad we just watched Fate Zero. Um, perfect voice. It's so femmy that like there's no way I could think of anyone else. And I'm glad that I've heard him as that character and how Femi he does that character. Um, perfect choice. Mm-hmm. And um, last but not least, we have Patrick Seitz as Kunzite. I was hoping he would voice one of the generals because, like, oh my god, I can totally see you. I, actually, I would have been happy if Patrick Seitz was cast as Nephrite. That was what I was putting my money on. I would have loved him as Nephrite, but um, I kind of like him as Kunzite. Uh, for those who watched the, the uh, Canadian dub, that's the character they changed to Malachite. Uh, because Kunzite sounds too dirty, I guess. Um, well, Patrick Seitz will be getting gay with Waver Velvet. <laughs> eh, I'm fine with that. There's no way that ends bad. Oh, for those who want to know more of his roles, he was Grimmer and Monster. He's Ragna in uh, Blaze Blue. He is, uh, shoot, Germany and Hitalia. So he usually does the, I'm a big gruff guy. Oh, he's also the dude who sleeps with his sister. Oh, no, excuse me, marries and sleeps with his sister in uh, Koikaze, which a role he's proud of, by the way. I love you, Patrick. <laughs> oh, Japan, you're so incest. Greatest guy, nicest guy, and I've interviewed him on one of my previous podcasts uh, prior to doing Bizarro Files, I believe. Yes, that was probably just before I started doing this. And you can find that on our site. Um, I will link it on the page here, so you can also listen to our Patrick Seitz one-on-one. Um, -on -one. When we did Daniel McRae, that was during Bizarro Files. Yes, it was during the Bizarro Files era, but this just in, it may have not been Daniel McRae. There probably was an error in the Twitterverse. Oh. It says here Danielle Nicole because when um, the version I was looking at when Anime News Network posted, they had the 5 plus Mamoru, and then I hit the refresh button. It said Danielle Nicole, but it didn't have a link to her bio. It's like, okay, maybe that was a mistake because on Twitter, we saw that. I'm going to go into my sad zone now. I know, but Danielle, we hope you be seen in Sailor Moon. We love you. Oh, stupid news coming out as we're doing this podcast. I mean, the panel's still going on right now. They're literally like showing um, what you can get with a pre-order with the Sailor Moon box set. You get a Sailor Moon power coin. Oh, God, this... Power it, coin? Isn't the power coin used in your morpher? Yeah, you get a Sailor Moon power coin. This is retarded. If you pre-order through right stuff. So, like, yeah, Artemis yelling out, it's morphin' time, it's not too far off. Yeah, I'm not cool with this. It doesn't matter. The only pre-order I have planned for this year is Persona Q. 
because I want me some tarot cards. I want me some tarot cards too. Wait, how does that work? Um, if you want to get Persona Q, do we get both individual games or we share a game? I don't know. We'll worry about that later. Okay. So that's our English dub cast for Sailor Moon. Does does the Danielle Nicole thing now have a link? It does now have a link, but okay. it's um, loading really slow right now because everyone is heading to Anime News Network. Well, yeah, because IMDb doesn't exist. Yeah, but we also saw um, the Sailor Moon Crystal this morning on Hulu. Apparently, I guess what had happened was people were loading up onto Crunchyroll to watch the stream. But what happened was because the Crunchyroll stream was failing a lot of people, and I knew that the servers would be so overloaded this morning that nothing would be able to ha to handle it because there's so many people out there who want to be the first in watching the first episode. So I figured, like you know, I'll sleep in for a little bit. I'll watch the Hulu stream, and the Hulu stream was having issues of its own too. So well, the first half of the episode worked pretty well. Um, then as soon as they got to about the halfway point ish. Uh, the stream would literally reset back to the beginning of the episode, which is uh, error I've never seen before with uh, with um, with Hulu. Uh, and other times it would just end the episode and do up next, and it was always some random other show that we don't watch. I'm like American Dad. I don't watch this ish. So it's really odd that that's just what it started doing, and it just required a lot of reloading and a lot of pausing and waiting it out. Uh, we got through it. Um, overall, it looks pretty. Uh, music's okay. Uh, it's the same old show. I mean, if you've seen episode one of the original series, you've seen this episode. I have like a lot little moments here, like how you saw more of Tuxedo Mask. Um, and I also like the how the opening and, and he seems like such a creeper, just hanging out. He's like, bad stuff's happening. I'll wait for Sailor Moon here, and I'm like. Which I guess makes more sense than him randomly showing up, but at the same time, he's such a creeper. He's just like, there's evil here. I'm just gonna hang out. Also, just knowing the fact that- Proactive, um, screw that. Also, just knowing the fact that he's all the voice actor for Mamoru, and this one is his voice actor for Shiki Tano, I kept making Tsukihime comments. Well, here's the one thing. If you've played Melty Blood, um, Nani Shiki, it's the exact voice when he's playing as uh, Mamoru Chiba. Um, Chiba's his last name? Yeah. Yeah, I got the right. Good. Uh, it's, it's the exact same voice. I was waiting for him to do the whole, like, uh, God, what's his, what's his insult? It's, uh, uh, shoot, I can't remember what it is. He has his one specific insult thing he says, and I only remembered, like, the last part of it. Oh, my, but I can't remember the rest of it, but it basically means, uh, you are, you are a pathetic loser. Um, because I know the translations of some of the insults, but... It is that exact voice. I kept expecting him to like just flip a knife out. <laughs> um, but this, the meeting between uh, uh, Usagi and Mamoru, I actually kind of liked that little meeting a lot more than I liked the one from the previous anime. Because she immediately looks at him and she's like, oh wow, he's hot. Um, I gotta go. Wait, what kind of weirdo walks around in a tuxedo in the middle of the street? I don't know. People who play tuxedos um, while playing football? Yeah. So, obviously some room jokes, a few, few uh, Tsukihime jokes in there, but I like his voice for Tuxedo Mask. Uh, Usagi throws me off a little bit because her design looks older, but her voice sounds younger, and it just throws me off a little bit. And that might just be, that's just a nitpick, it's not ruining the episode. Um, However, I, like, if you heard, like, from the direction of Boston, like, an OW that resounded throughout the city, it's just at that moment when Usagi steps on Luna. <laughs> I'm like, ow, poor cat. I wonder Luna said so mean to you at times. 
I'd be mean to you if my first meeting with you was being stepped on. And there's little things they, they kept that I didn't think they were going to. Uh, they actually have uh, Usagi's two other friends, other than Naru, uh, Tall Girl and Fat Girl, who I don't think ever got character names, but they're there. They're, 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 look, they cameo and they, there and they go to the jewelry in shop. In the Japanese version of the 90s anime, they do have names. It's Yumi and someone else, but in the American version, they never got names. Yeah. Well, they don't matter. They're going to be a. I don't even know if they're going to appear in any more episodes after this, to be honest. Yeah. I also like the arcade scene with Sailor V, and also you have like that moment with Matoki there. It's like, yeah, this black cat just hangs out here all the time. Yeah. And hey, it's, it's nice to actually see uh, Usagi actually win at that game. Because normally she like dies horribly in that game, and that's the running joke that she just can't seem to beat that first level or whatever. Versus in this one, she actually beats it with Matoki helping her, and it's kind of a cute little moment between the two of them. Yeah, also when you have that um, dream, dream sequence prior to Usagi meeting Luna, where she has like this dream, like Sailor V, like fighting Godzilla, and Luna is in a cage, and all I could think of was like, is she dreaming about find me? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, because yeah, it's 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 the vi it turns into it's it begins as her with uh, her past life, and then it turns into Sailor V. Fighting Godzilla, with the background being from Mario, and a cage with Luna behind Godzilla. It is the weirdest looking and awesomest thing. And by the way, while I was watching the various little Sailor V video game segments, I'm still curious as to why no one has made either as a fan creation, or as like an actual promotional thing, why there isn't a Flash game of the Sailor V game. Or an 8-bit, like, throwback game that someone's created, because this just seems... Why wouldn't you have that? For our listeners out there, please make this happen. Yeah, Newgrounds exist. I mean, if people can make a video game of the room, this yeah. can happen. I want my Sailor V game. Make it... Throw in as much reference as you want. Hell, throw in reference to other animes. Have, like, Sailor V go and fight against uh, Frieza. Like, I'd be in for that. And by the way, wait, like this would be a great opportunity for women who would like to see more women in video games. Opportunity Rinox. Yeah. It's a fun referential game. Plus she has like laser beams and kicks and it looks like she did a Hadouken in the uh, new version. So there's, there's stuff you can do here, folks. Keep cracking on this. Alright, so that's pretty much it for like our quickie Sailor Moon edition. <laughs> We can't be at Anime Expo, but we'll have our Anime Expo shows on Zero Hour. And yeah. World Cup, who gives a crap? I know, I've been not feeling good, so the sports show and the video game show have been on hold. Uh, this is, what, like the first podcast I've done in a while, actually. Because I think prior to this, we did a Bizarro Files on Days of Future... No, we had to do something after Days of Future Past. Did we even do a Days of Future Past episode? I don't think we did, oh. because I'm not too versed on X-Men as you are. That's so true, just be me talking to myself. Um, I know we did another one prior to this, but yeah, I've been mostly like sick the last two weeks, so that slowed down our other podcast. But, I, but after seeing Crystal and after getting the news here, and thanks for doing an early panel, Viz, this, this allows me to spend the rest of my day doing other stuff, like playing video games. And watching Fate Zero. Watching Fate Zero, yeah. Which is an awesome anime, by the way. How better to spend your 4th of July weekend than watching people battle for the Holy Grail, which is exactly what happened in the eight, in the 1700s, I believe. Anyhow, this is national treasure. I know how this works. All right, Jared, sign us off. Anyhow, until next time, 
continue to set sail for the moon, Sailor Moon, right here on the Bizarro Files, where it's hip to be square. Sailor, Sailor Moon. So do they actually get to sail the moon? I want them to get those, uh, like, spaceship longboats they have in, uh, Thor to just set sail for the moon. And remember, loonies don't surf the web, we sailors. Poor nerds. <laughs> <laughs>